From the Daily Northwestern, I'm Maya Reeder. And I'm Claire Proctor. Welcome to The Ripple, a bi-weekly podcast on the effects of state and national politics on the Evanston and Northwestern community. On this week's episode, we talk about the legalization of cannabis products and how that affects students on Northwestern's campus. So for starters, a little bit of background. J.B. Pritzker was elected governor of Illinois in November 2018. One of his primary campaign promises was recreational marijuana legalization. It's time for Illinois to end marijuana prohibition and enter the 21st century. On June 25, 2019, just over five months after being inaugurated, Pritzker made good on that promise. He signed a bill that legalized recreational cannabis for users 21 and older, which became effective January 1st of this year. Illinois became the 11th state to do so. In Evanston, cannabis consumption isn't permitted in public spaces, at school, or in, quote, close proximity to anyone under the age of 21, according to the city's website. Restrictions also include anywhere prohibited by the Smoke-Free Illinois Act, which includes most buildings and vehicles used by the general public. That being said, the city also houses a dispensary, MedMen, on Maple Avenue. MedMen previously sold medical marijuana and started selling recreational marijuana on January 1st. For now, it's the only dispensary in Evanston, but more businesses could potentially move into the city in the future upon zoning approval. However, on December 11, 2019, right before legalization took effect, Northwestern officials sent out an email stating, quote, we want to reaffirm that Northwestern University policy prohibits this possession, use, manufacture, cultivation, dissemination, and storage of cannabis by students, faculty, staff, and visitors on all of the university's campuses and properties and at university events. This policy remains in effect as of January 1st, 2020 and beyond, despite the new state law, end quote. That's because, at the federal level, cannabis is still illegal. Paul Hubinski, the Interim Director of Residential Life, talked with us about why this policy remains in effect at Northwestern and how it's being enforced on campus. So the university needs to comply with the federal act uh, called the Drug-Free Schools and Community Act from 1989, and that ensures that we remain eligible for federal funding, which we use for financial aid and research and many other things here at the university. So even though it's illegal by the state, it still remains illegal federally, and we need to comply with the federal law around that. The university also complies with the Drug-Free Workplace Act. According to the December email, this law requires a drug-free campus community. Though the university's policy hasn't changed, its enforcement has shifted slightly. Like alcohol, the university aims to involve the university police as little as possible in cases where all users are over the age of 21. So if we suspect someone may be using cannabis or has cannabis products or paraphernalia, we would contact NUPD. The RA staff and the resident director staff at NUPD would approach the situation and investigate further to find out the ages of the students and what's going on. No matter what the age, the cannabis products and the paraphernalia would be confiscated and and destroyed. If all the students involved are over 21, NUPD would step back and the residential life staff would uh, work with the students to collect the items and then turn that over to NUPD. Legalization didn't change too much for the resident assistants, or RAs. Cannabis was already a prohibited substance, so they've had training on cannabis detection and confiscation for years. But since RAs are the primary enforcers in the dorms, 
University felt another training session could be beneficial, especially as cannabis access increases. So in January, when they came back early for training, we had a, a session where we, we talked about that slight adjustment in the logistics of enforcement. And then the second part was we did a little bit of education about what the staff might be seeing, hearing, and smelling differently in the hall. So some education about the different forms that people may be um, utilizing cannabis in, some of the dangers of the high concentrate items, and some of the more medical issues that might come from that. Proponents of recreational cannabis legalization argue it combats the disparity in policing and arrests related to cannabis use, which disproportionately affects people of color. This was something the university considered when reviewing its policy on regulating cannabis use on campus. The staff that worked on this are very aware of the social justice implications around cannabis use and the new laws and that, and having um, the police involved in the enforcement of something that may be legal outside of campus. So it's something that we took into account as we were working through what the policy looks like. We were trying to look for a way that we could have a new PD not involved in it, uh, similar to how we typically treat alcohol, but we have not found any other institution who has done that. Even before marijuana was legalized this January, the university started a campaign in the fall concerning health risks surrounding cannabis products. Here's Kevin Meyer, the Assistant Director of Health Promotion and Wellness, or HPAW, at Northwestern. So this campaign currently consists of six posters, two messages around each theme. So those themes being legal does not equal legal. So that's touching on the state versus federal level of legality in cannabis. Legal does not equal healthy. That focuses on things such as brain development and lung health. And then legal does not equal safe. And that is the message that targets cannabis concentrates, things like edibles, butters, waxes, dabs, um, things that have very high levels of THC. And that also, especially around edibles, can actually interact in a person's body differently than when cannabis is consumed in the traditional form of smoking. A primary goal of HPAW's campaign is to educate students that just because a drug is legalized doesn't mean that any health implications go away. The majority of the student population here at Northwestern is under 21. We also really wanted to make sure that we were focusing on the health side of this behavior. HPAW tried to remain student-focused in its campaign as well. What's great about our marketing department here on campus is that students are so heavily involved in that work, it allows us to get the student voice and input as well. We only had one student to work with because this was over the summer, but regardless, that still was a student voice versus just a staff-led initiative. The other cool thing about having students involved is they can really help us understand what's going to resonate more with the campus population. They have a fresh take on what designs might look more appealing as well versus what we might think is going to work. And so we're, we're always in communication. We go back and forth. We go through a few drafts. And luckily with this one, uh, we felt that the student designer hit this out of the park right off the bat. And we kind of helped them with crafting the actual language after they took their first stab at it. HPAW is currently working on expanding its campaign to add an additional poster. This one will focus on vaping specifically on THC vapes. 
They're planning on launching this in the spring. Obviously, if you if anyone's been paying attention to the news recently, a lot of issues around the vaping and lung、uh, outbreaks. You know the deaths associated with it, the issues that are caused. There are a lot of question marks still floating around out there around vaping and lung health. We have seen that for the most part, it seems to be narrowed down to the vitamin E additives、uh, to the formulas. And that tends to also be something that's found mostly in THC vapes. But vaping in general is still something to be very aware of, especially around high concentrates formulas. So higher levels of nicotine in a lot of vape products right now. But definitely, when it comes to the cannabis messaging, this is becoming a fairly serious、uh, health topic, and we want to make sure that our students are as informed as possible so that they can make the most informed. Choice moving forward as well. Outside of posters, HPAW has multiple resources for students looking to examine their cannabis use, including confidential counseling sessions and an online self-guided prevention and intervention program called Cannabis E Checkup to Go. For incoming students, a cannabis and vaping module was recently added to Alcohol EDU, an alcohol training and education program geared towards college students. But when it comes to a comprehensive education program, the university is coming up blank. As we're looking at other、uh, online programs, we're finding that there's not a lot out there that really dives deeply into. The world of cannabis, especially for college populations, and so we're trying to do our research. We're trying to see what we feel good about. We're also trying to figure out what's affordable, but still provides what we would consider, you know, an adequate level of education to help students understand the base level of knowledge that they should have when it comes to understanding cannabis. And we really want to make sure that our students know that even because though something has become legal, there are Many known health effects of smoking cannabis, ingesting it through edibles, etc., and to make sure that everyone is still engaging with the substance in the safest way possible, and that's no different than how we kind of approach just about every health topic that we talk about. So through a, a harm reduction lens and making sure that we provide the information so that our population can make the most informed, healthy decision moving forward. Thanks for listening. We'll catch you on the next episode of the Ripple. This episode was reported and produced by me, Claire Proctor, and Maya Reeder. It was edited by Callan Luciano and Hina Shrivastava. The editor in chief of the Daily Northwestern is Troy Clausen.